Welcome to episode 21 of You Will Get Blisters. We're back. We've had spring break. Oh, do you feel rested? Oh, what a rest it's been not having to talk to you on the phone. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually feel a bit pent up. This is a bit like therapy, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. I know, because we don't. Otherwise, well, we do message, don't we? It's not like we only talk when we're recording. That'd be, <laughs> no. yeah, we, we, only, we only talk through the medium of podcasts. We're business. We're business partners. It's strictly business. <laughs> yeah. No, we do speak. But no, no we've had spring break. We've um, seen each other actually in the time. Oh, we, we have. We went out for lunch with your mum. Yeah, God, yeah, we have had a good break then, haven't we? Because that was quite a while. It's a though, decent break. It? Yeah, yeah, decent break. Weather's getting better. Nights are getting lighter. Well, very light now, aren't they? It's nearly a year ago since. Well, since I quit my job. Does it feel like longer than a year ago? You were actually working in an office. Well, you weren't working in office because we were still working from home, weren't we? Yeah, I I honestly am. Give it zero thought. Really? Anyone that thinks they is teetering on the fence about, oh, would I miss yeah. this job that I don't really care about? You won't miss it. You Walk won't. You won't even think about it. Yeah. Well, it's like that, isn't it? When you leave one job and start the next, you think, oh, boohoo, you're crying, you're saying bye. Month into the next one, you've moved on, and you yeah. keep in touch with the good ones, don't you? The one like your good friends, and then you move on. I haven't really got any friends from that, to be honest. Have you not? Wow. That's no, unusual. That, that's oh something. no, that's not true. I see Rob every week. Sorry, Rob. Well, there you I, go. But I don't think of yeah. him as a work person. Yeah, because well, that's because you've got a good friends out of work now, haven't yeah. you? So, yeah, no, it's funny, isn't it? Well, I I work fully remote now, as listeners will know, so it's very different. But I do, mm-hmm. I am doing a day face to face tomorrow with some of the Northern gang, so it is very different to being in an office all the time. Have you made friends at this job that you see? I've outside got a of few work? friends. Well, I've got <laughs> friends that I knew from a previous place because a lot of us went here. Oh, so really? My friends, yeah, and I've got another friend. As did well. a transition over to this one. Yeah, we moved over and I've got a friend that lives in London, so it's not that easy. No. No. But you know, it's one of the, I've got I've got a few friends out of it working here, so I'm all right. I have got friends. <laughs> I've got some friends. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, nothing to report. Well, I have got some to report. I'm meant to be going on holiday. Well, we are going on holiday now in two weeks ish. And I'm going to give a top tip to the listeners. I'm sure our listeners are as stupid as what Brad and I were. I thought, do you know what? I'll check in for this flight. Don't know what made me think because didn't get a notification to say check in and I've paid mm. for seats. Went to check in. I looked at Bradley's passport. I thought, hey, up 30th of July. That's a bit soon. Bit. And we're going to Spain. Do you know the rules about going to Spain? With Don't you, does it have to be like six months or something? Three months for Spain. Oh, but okay. three months from the date that you're exiting the country. Right. He was four days short. Oh, well, I realised this last Tuesday. Let's just say I had to dash to Liverpool, get an appointment. If anyone ever needs a fast track passport appointment, there's a Twitter page called like UK Passport Help. Brilliant. And it's he's built this like bot that like checks every time the appointments. I didn't actually get one through him. I phoned up and blagged my three way through pretending I need to make a payment. Lovely <laughs> Irish woman Jackie got me an appointment the same day at Liverpool. Cheers, Jackie. So good. I'm gonna write in about her now. I've got this passport. So managed to get the passport. Well, we had to go drive to Liverpool and then the passport's come today. So we right. are going to Spain. Okay, Mum was on God. the uh, wings to come to Spain. I was going anyway. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I was going anyway. Oh, sorry about that, Rach. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she was going to get a free holiday. Which was like, I will I will be paying for it. I will not be taking it for free. I was like, well, why are you paying for it? It's our mistake. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to Spain. So yeah, check your passports, guys. Yeah, not good that. I don't know why it's so stupid. The thing is, they last so long that you I never do. think to check the expiration date, do you? 
Whereabouts in Spain you go in? Southern Spain, Costa del Sol, isn't it? Is it Costa del yeah, Sol? Yeah, Costa del Sol, outside Malaga. <laughs> and it's looking good weather. I need some sun on this body. Oh, tell me about it. Vit- vitamin D deficiency at this rate. Well, we all are in this country. That's the one vitamin they say we should take. Hey, that's a good um, slide in to my news, isn't it, Em? Because on, I- I've what got to got take the old vitamin D supplements, Em, whilst I'm preg. <laughs> got a new member of the podcast team coming yeah, soon they might be on soon actually em we better get to the end of this walk before it's born because we, we don't want to cry and baby in the background well tom will have it it's fine well the house isn't that big depends how big its lungs are that's true oh no you'll have a happy baby so when are you due sir are you gonna tell the listeners third of october i'm due um so f- i'm four months gone are you gonna find out the gender no. No, all surprise. Yeah. Well, you say that, but I mean, it's a surprise whatever time you find out, isn't it? That's true. That is true. But it's nice to have a surprise on the day. But yeah, we'll just wait. I, You know, it makes no odds to me. No, you're not bothered, um, It's you? not going to be any pink or blue in my ass. No, just wear what they like. Well, be wearing what I like. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that is Which is true. completely black. But it is, well, that is, it is quite hard though, because I keep looking in the shops for seeing anything nice and it is very, it's hard to buy neutral well not pink or not blue i've have bought a couple of bits yeah um and white is you know yeah fine isn't it and i you know me i like green yeah you do so i've got a lot of green items yeah that's very unisex and actually I, I say no blue i mean no baby blue yeah you know i've bought a couple of pairs of blue dungarees they say boys in them but who can't wear a pair of oh. blue dungarees well you're in dungarees now who's policing this so talking of walking em I've been on, I don't know if they do it around your way, but there's like a history group in Leamington and they, in the summer, well, say summer, spring, summer, they put on these free history walks around the town. I don't think we have it around where I, I know we definitely do them in Manchester, but they're not for free. I know well, that that's much. it, Em. You know, I like a freebie. You do like a freebie. So I've booked on every single one. Oh, good for you. Yeah, How thanks. Um, I think there's seven, maybe seven or eight of them, like different ones. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've booked on every single one. And how long do they last? Um, they're an hour, hour long. And I this say, is good to plug for the people of Leamington that listen to the podcast. Yeah, we well, get yourself booked in. It's been so popular, they've just added an extra six dates. And how, where do they go to book? Go on the Leamington History Group website. I okay. think it's just called leamingtonhistory.co.uk, something like that. Nice. Okay. Um, so I've booked on every single one. I bought, well, it's free, but I've booked two tickets to every single one. Are we taking a plus one? Yeah. Well, I don't want to go on my own. No, no, these things. We might meet some characters there. Oh, well, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, you've been to one? Oh, yeah, I've been to one. Oh, brilliant. So um, it's during the daytime in the week. So there's obviously a certain type of person that's available me and all the retirees. <laughs> oh, that's such a nice thing to do if you're retired, though. Oh, yeah, lovely, lovely thing. To, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a lovely thing to do if you're unemployed yeah, as well. Yeah. So I went along um, last week. So I took Will with me. Will is, for anyone that's listening, um, our friend from school, Nathan, his partner. Yeah. And anyway, we're looking for them because it just said meet at the pump rooms, but we didn't know specifically where. So we're looking around. And there's like a group of old people in the foyer. So we're like, that's our people. <laughs> that's got to be, oh God, yeah. <laughs> I love beauty. 
Um, and one of them, you know, an old old boy, really um, mismatch in what he's wearing, and he's got yeah. his tie tucked into his trousers, oh, which are way past the waistline. Do you know what I mean? Love that. Yeah, love Up that. High. I know that look. I know that look. So I love that though. I... Like this time, I don't understand. Like you know, like my gramps, he always used to wear like his tie. You know, just to go about his day. Oh, yeah, it's not comfortable, is it? Though no, but it's they not, do. But it, not it's like men. an older thing. Like obviously, Gramps was ninety nine when he died in two thousand eighteen. God rest his soul. But he used to, oh God, he used to, if he was just like knocking around the house before, he'd wear like a shirt and pants. Can you imagine us? <laughs> our generation? Well, we, uh, this is, a th- that's a northern thing. We've just it is, they mean trousers up north. Trousers, and I've only in the last couple of years started to refer to trousers as pants because I just found it so weird. It is a weird one. Well, I know we've Everyone. gone off piece a bit here, Em, but it was reminded me of something I said to my mum earlier today about my nan, because she's 95. And um, obviously she she doesn't wear shirt, tie and pants. Yeah. <laughs> she just wears the normal clothes. But um, she was saying to me the other day that it's hard for her to get to sleep overnight because the arthritis and that is just hurting her so much. She yeah. said to me the other day, oh, I nodded off about 4am and then, of course, I've got to get up at 6. This is like, I was what, like what for? You've yeah, got nothing on. What did on. she say? What did she, she said, say? Um, well, then what will the neighbours think if I don't draw my curtains? This is what they're like. <laughs> Honestly, it's so funny. Gramps was up every morning at six and he used to lay out the breakfast table every night before he went to bed. Wow. So like, you know, your knife, your fork, your, well, I don't even know, just like knife, um, cereal spoon, little spoon. He'd put the Rice Krispies out. Everything would be like laid out ready. The tea, you know, the kettle would have some water in ready. And the first cup of tea was at 6am sharp. Wow. And breakfast was about half six. And we used to say, what's the rule? Well, Got to get up. Got to get up. Yeah. Gotta get yeah. moving. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get up and then sit there staring into space all day. Yeah. It's a generational thing, isn't it? Poor woman. She had two hours sleep to get up to draw the curtains. <laughs> yeah, I know. You'll have to get her some electric curtain draw, like curtains that she can press a button. Well, I did, I did say to her, look, just stay until eight, sleep until eight, yeah. treat yourself. Yeah. No one's looking at your curtains. Nobody's looking at the curtains. It, that is a generational thing because Brad's gran, she used to, um, They, <laughs> I'm sure I can't remember the exact, she used to talk a lot about they used to judge neighbours that had dirty nets. Oh, really? Dirty net dirty curtains, nets. that would be judged. Oh, lovely. The curtains were, I think, quite a quite a, a thing. thing, whether they were mm-hmm. open or closed. Not in our generation. I couldn't give a toss. No, I don't. I couldn't care less. Anyway, let's go back to the history walk. Yeah, back. so you've seen your, your crew. Yeah, we've seen what we're faced with. So there's only 10 people on the walk. So there's me and Will, um, a load of old codgers, and a bloke who's probably in his 40s. Nice. And Will and I are trying to decide who is the leader. Oh, yeah. Um, and it turns out it's the bloke in his 40s. So Will goes, oh, <laughs> it's the eye candy. <laughs> Calm down, ladies. <laughs> um, and actually, he was great. He was really good. He's a lecturer at Warwick Uni. Oh, cool. So he volunteers with the this, does he? I guess so. Yes, yeah, oh. it's a hobby. Sarah, I can see you doing something like this. Oh, me too. Yeah. Well, funny you should say that, Em. Because I've joined the History Society. Of course you bloody have. I must be the youngest member. But you know, this is what I love now about your spare time. Even though we must add, you do have a job now. You are going to be an invigilator. Yes, And you'll be a full-time mother from October. Got my training Um, course on Friday. Oh, that's it. Oh, I'm excited to hear all about that. (laughs) Training course. God, we're dotting and dotting it. Right. (laughs) You're like, I love how many societies and clubs you get into because people might think, oh, you're unemployed. Well, you're very busy, sir. Oh, yeah. If you're not at the farm, you're now in the history club. 
do you know what? Some things keep coming up, and I think that sounds good. And Thomas yeah. said, you could do that. I think I can't. I can't put my finger in any more pies. You can't. No, you've you got fingers in all pies, haven't you? So this training course, the Invigilator, mm. why do you get taught how to walk up and down well, stairs? That's what I'm thinking. Oh. I, I can't tell you though, Em. The interview was the shortest interview I've ever had. It was literally I was in there for five minutes total. Wow. And they're basically looking at you to decide yeah. do you look like you might be a paedophile or not? Yeah. Is essentially what they're yeah. doing. But the um, paperwork for it has been rigorous. I've got to show them my birth certificate. Have you? I is that, is that, that for the DBS check? I think so. But I've oh, never sure had to show had so much DBS. paperwork. Yeah, I've had a DBS check and not had to give a birth certificate. Birth certificate, council tax uh, oh, letter, God. all Mine's the normal. All paperless. I wouldn't have a council well, tax Well, you can print it online. Oh, that's good. But yeah, it's so rigorous and they want two references. Oh, who have you got to do? your old employer have you got to do your reference? Well, yeah, but neither of them have responded. Which they doesn't... don't tend to, do they? No, exactly. A lot of them now in these care. HRs, all they'll do is um, confirm dates. A lot of them won't even give a proper That's reference now. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It nothing... doesn't mean anything to them, does it? You'll have to let me know then how you get on in your training course because maybe they, I mean, to be fair, you will probably have a lot of weird questions asked about the kids. Well, that is true. You need to know how to deal with it. You've got to know how to take them to the toilet. Yeah, she said, can you come in on Friday and meet the gang? So there's, oh. they're already invigilated. I'm the newbie. I oh, imagine right, there's you're... more than just me. Oh, this is exciting. But this is like a refresher course for them. What are you going to wear? Well, I just wear my normal clothes, I think. I've not got to do any actual invigilating on Friday. No, true. But I wonder if there is a dress, is there a dress code to be an invigilator? Not that I've been told. I'm, I mean, I'm, I imagine don't dress like a clown. Yeah. <laughs> don't be off-putting to the children i can't remember what the invigilators used to a lot of them would wear pants and a shirt that's true shirt and tie and there was often like a jumper over the top yeah I sh- you know what i'm like em i threw all my like office clothes out oh yeah i actually would have kept mine in the box not like i can fit in any of mine now since i've been going to the gym gains and my back is so much wider oh really oh honestly i've got a wide back now well now i'm pregazem nothing fits me but today I was working at the farm and yeah. I put my um, dungarees on. They're a gap extra small while I was strapped. I felt very pregnant. Well, I'm not, I'm not really funny. I wouldn't get one leg in an extra small now, Sarah. <laughs> I was strapped in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. we've gone way off piece. We haven't even started talking about I'm the war. Well, I actually think you might be the youngest invigilator as well. I'm just going to throw that out that, there. You're probably quite right, yeah. I think you'll make some good characters. Okay, so you've got to the walk. The 40-year-old lecturer is the yes. tour guide. So I learned loads about Lemington. Nice. Um, and what I liked about it was the theme was Imperial Lemington, so like mainly Queen Victoria's reign and stuff like that. And um, there's a lot of money that was uh, gained from slavery that's gone into building a lot of Lemington. Mm, yeah. Awkward. Well, they don't. Right, that didn't get torn down. Well, they don't make a song and dance of it, do no, they? they don't well, I mean, them. if they tore it down, they'd be tore, they'd be tearing down like a lot of the big buildings yeah. in Leamington. So, anyway, uh, he he spoke a lot about that, which is really interesting. There's a couple of like um, tombs in the church that have fallen apart, and it turns out they are both of people who owned slaves oh. or owned plantations. Yeah. And anyway, the guy said one of the reasons that they're not jumping to repair them is because the vicar can't justify spending money on that. Yeah. Because of because of who they are. 
and this old bloke sort of rolled his eyes. I mean, oh. yeah. And Will like rolled his eyes back at him. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a lot of that. But it's that, that generation, they couldn't care less. Well, some could, some couldn't. It's either or. Um, but it was really interesting. And so, yes, if you are in the area, well, have a look. See what if your local area has a has a has something similar. Yeah. Learn a bit more about where you live. Yeah, nice. So I was so into it that I went to a talk on allotments, the history of allotments on Monday night. Did you? Same, so same society? Yes. Same club, yeah. Um, few of the crew were there from the Oh, I bet you yeah. I yeah. got recognised, of course, because everybody at that talk was over the age of 70 at the very least. Yeah, so you stuck out. Yeah, <laughs> stuck out like a sore thumb. So what do they talk to you about allotments? Just like the history of them? The history of a p- particular allotment in Leamington, which is not the one that ours is on sadly but tell you what it looks a lot better does it yeah i went i came out feeling a bit jealous did you yeah wow what's wrong with yours yours always looks well well tended um our allotments are the actual allotment itself is fine yeah but there's no sense of community and if anything uh, it's a pro- if you ask the committee a question it's a pro- it's a hassle for them oh that's that maybe you need to take that over as well uh, it's crossed my mind, but again, I just can't. I no, can't. You've got take time, that too on. many fingers and too many pies. The other day, somebody posted on the Facebook group Hi, um, I just want to know what number my allotment is because I want to put the sign up to say what number it is. And a person on the committee replied saying, To be honest with you, this is not our responsibility. You should know what number your allotment <laughs> oh is. God. Yeah, you should be tending to it. The guys replied saying, I do. I go down to my allotment every day. I just don't know what the number is. I just want to know what the number is. The committee's not responded. Somebody else on another allo- nearby allotment has said, "I think you're number fifty-five, mate." Oh like, my Just be God. you. Just be helpful. The guy's just asking a question. Oh no, some horrible people running your allotment page. Yeah. Whereas this one I went to the history on, they're all like painting together and singing songs. Like oh, that's right up your it's like street. A commune. That's how I imagine it. Like all of you having little sheds on it and sitting there having a cup of tea and talking to each Not other. Not at ours, no. Oh. But it is like that at the other one, the rival wow. allotment. Yeah. And guess what? There's what? a waiting list to be at this one, the good How one. Long? Um, I think it's 30 people deep, he said, which could be years. That could well, be years. Can be as I know of people in my area here, I live in Salford, that were waiting like 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people say they go on it ready for retirement. You're basically waiting for someone to die. Yeah. And then still, I think, like, it can go to their family or whatever. So oh, wow. You could be waiting ages. Wow, you hold on to yours. Uh, this is another good example of how awkward our allotment could be. We sort of didn't choose our allotment. It was our friends and we'd oh, been yeah. helping on it. And then when they left, we wanted to take it over. I had this whole back and forth with the allotment people about, they were saying, well, you need to go on the waiting list. And I said, all right, fine. Can I go on the waiting list then? For my own allotment and they said oh there is no waiting list at this time <laughs> right. oh okay can i just have my allotment then i continue as normal yes yeah just difficult really unhelpful for the sake of being difficult aren't they anyway we've been chatting for ages now hey i tell you what we might have some new listeners we might do because by the time this goes out i will have been on the local radio i know i didn't get an invite did i <laughs> no. Brad Maybe next happy. time. He'll be always excited for me to go on the radio. Yeah, next time I'll come on to do the slot if you could mention me. Thank you. I've always wanted yeah. to be on the radio. I've been on, do you know, I've been on a couple of times, but as a caller, I mean, this no. time I've actually been invited on. Yeah, nice. So you're on BBC Coventry in Warwickshire? Yeah, BBC CWR on CWR. the lunchtime show. Nice. And I'm going to be playing The Snake Escape. 
Oh, it's <laughs> a bit like snakes. Do we know what it is? Snakes and ladders. From what I know, it's a quiz game. Yeah. And if you get the question right, you go up a ladder. And if you get it wrong, you go down a snake. Oh, so it's a snake and ladder. Yeah, and if you end up with zero, you join the zero army. Nice. Well, <laughs> yeah. you, better, you better do good, sir. You're a quizzer. So. I know. Well, they know I'm a quiz master as well. So. Oh, do they? Yeah. The pressure's For no on. no pressure. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Well big day it's a big day <laughs> it's a big day well let's do a recap then in case you do have any new listeners yeah welcome along nice to see you welcome um recap so it's cut a very long story short because you've missed the first 20 episodes they're still online so you can go back and listen to them i, I, I would recommend that actually but um very quickly i quit my corporate job nearly a year ago now maybe even a year ago and decided to walk the length of the country, Land's End to John O'Groats, and I walked the whole thing. My husband, Tom, came along with me. We did a bit of camping, so we're carrying all our gear on our back. Um, 10 kilograms and, worth of gear. Yeah, and, we're, oh, and, and at this point, so we're on episode 21 now, Em. We just got to Bath, hadn't we, at the end yeah. of the, the last one. We're absolutely stinking. Like our stinking, stuff stinks. Yeah, uh, it's getting tough. And that's not because you're dirty. It's because you can't. It's hard to access a washing machine. Very. And let's not forget, it was a long hot summer. It was a very long hot summer. Long hot oh, summer. Ninety nine degrees in the shade. <laughs> so where we're at today, we're waking up in Bath. Okay. I'll give you a quick recap. We stayed in the YMCA. Do you know when I was looking at booking accommodation in Bath? For the wedding I've got in Bath. Oh, did you get did you get it booked? The, I haven't got it booked yet because we just decided if we're going for an you know what very boring story, but we're going for a bigger place or a small place. The YMCA popped up. Yeah, did and it? you're right. It wasn't cheap. No, no. But did you see any pictures of the rooms? I did. I thought, yeah, I wouldn't give them, wouldn't thank them for that. For that <laughs> Twenty quid max, I reckon that's worth. Thing is, because that's in the centre of Bath, but on the outskirts is a lot more rental. But obviously, you couldn't get to the outskirts. Of, well, you could, but it adds on all the costs, doesn't it? Adds it adds it on, and we wanted to do the whole of the Cotswold Way, yeah. which goes—I can't remember where it starts, but somewhere in Bath. So you got to think about all these things. You yeah. don't want to go further than you need to. No, makes sense. But yeah, no, I did see it, and I thought, Christ, that is expensive. But I have stayed in some other, some really nice places in Bath. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's an expensive place, isn't it? Yeah. So we woke up at um, the YMCA and, of course, breakfast there is not included. Obviously. I you don't can have a do. good time. What's <laughs> yeah. the word? But you can have breakfast included. What does YMCA stand for? A Young Men's Christian Association. And that is literally, is that what this was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyone could stay there. That was not the, the tune of the YMCA there. Um, no, it wasn't. Um, I was it's thinking, fun to stay at the, but then I was doing, you know, it goes, you can do, 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 do. You can you have can a have good a meal. Good, good meal. Well, you can't have breakfast. <laughs> no, but you can't have breakfast. You can't have, well, actually, could you have any food there? <laughs> you can do whatever you feel apart from have a shower in privacy. That's true. Um, I think there was like a bit of a canteen, but I don't know if it was open or not. Mm. It was definitely a vending machine. Well, they need to update the lyrics of that hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's about time that got a reboot. Is it well? There you go. Any buddy musicians want to cover the YMCA? Be my guest. Twenty three edition. Accurate information. (laughs) Um. So we went to a little cafe that we've been to before, 
Oh, and, when you've been in Bath. Yeah. Nice. I'm not going to mention the name of it because it was disappointing. Oh, no. So they were, didn't live up to expectation. No, time. we got there and they were running late and we had to wait outside the door. There was loads of us waiting for our breakfast. What, and so you kept, had to wait before you sat down? Yeah, they kept saying, oh. just two more minutes. And like, we were there then, so... Do you know, I'd find that strange in the UK, but when I went to Vegas just over a year ago, that was common. Everywhere really? we went for breakfast in the morning, you had to queue. And I'm not talking a 10-minute queue. I'm pretty sure we queued up for an hour once to get in somewhere. No. Oh, I was getting touchy. And you just had to do it because it was so busy when we were there. You just had to queue. And people would queue from opening. I'm not willing to do that for anywhere. No, but sir, there, it, what could you do? You know, you haven't been to yeah. Vegas. To walk to the next place, you could be a 25-minute walk. Yeah, that, yeah. And okay. then it's like you're queuing again. So you, once you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, how do you plan your day? You couldn't really. So you had to like book dinners quite far in advance. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It can't be very spontaneous. Well, we were there when it was particularly busy because it was when college basketball was playing March oh, Madness. Right. Um, right. So it was very busy, but I don't think it's usually quite as bad, but it was, yeah. Well, that's lot. something to know if you go into Vegas, because yeah, I didn't know booked. that. No one's told me that before. Yeah, get get booked into the really good places. Mm-hmm. Okay. McDonald's, there was no queue once when I was starting. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> There's probably no queue at Bath McDonald's either. That's true, you should have gone there. But we went to this cafe. Anyway, we had a breakfast. And if you remember, Em, Tom's got a a niggly calf. Oh, he has, yeah. He's hurt himself. Yeah. So we were ubbing and ahhing over breakfast about whether to go to a walk-in centre. Oh. It was that bad. But... That would have that would have meant staying somewhere in Bath that night, mm. um, and I think we had somewhere booked for that night already in the next destination. So you'd have lost it. Yeah, and it just worked out in our head. We'd have to get an Uber to the walk-in centre, Uber back. We'd lose a day of walking. It was so hot as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just adds to the stress, doesn't it? It the, does. The heat. And all for they probably would have said ibuprofen and rest. And exactly. what you needed to do is walk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we dis- we eventually decided not to do that. But because we've been in an arena over it for so long, we didn't start our day till maybe midday or something that day. Oh, heat of the day. Oh, my God. It was so hot. I think I've got a picture of me and I look... About <laughs> 10 times the size of it, it's my face. Then, yeah. I'm all red and sweating. I don't often look like that, but I was, yeah, sight for sore eyes. Done in. But we've, we've been to a pharmacy and um, basically just cleared the shelf of knee straps. Deep heat. Deep heat. Tiger balm. Oh, yeah. He must have been, he probably in pain from all the lotions he had on him. <laughs> Um, strap that on. So we decided to, to go with it. Anyway, that day, um, I'm sure we can look up the temperature somewhere, but it was so hot. We did 43,000 steps that oh, day. What were we I talking there about 11 miles? More than that. More I than think that. it was about 14 oh, or 15. Um, I don't recommend it. Um, and was Tom in pain the whole time? Once he got going, it wasn't so bad. Okay. It was when he'd stopped. Yeah. And it had kind of... Seized up. Seized up, Yeah. Um, but we started the Cotswold Way that day, oh. which if you are someone listening that's listening because they're thinking about doing a long distance walk, it's a good one to start on. I wish I'd just done the Cotswold Way and be do done you? with it. Do you, yeah. do you wish you had? Well, it's easy. It's 100 miles. Okay. And um, it's really well signposted. 
You go through lots of very touristy places, so it's not the cheapest one to do if you want to not camp. Yeah. Um, and even if you do want to camp, because some campsites are expensive. Yeah. But, it, yeah, super well signposted. None of it is ma- – there's no massive hills. What about um, cows? I think there were a few cows, but they – People are walking the Cotswold Way every day, so they're, they're well. Used yeah, they're used to it, um, and there are hills, but they're not mountains. Yeah, and yeah, just very easy to do. So it starts in Bath and it ends in Chipping Camden. I think. Okay, yeah. I think it's about one hundred and three four miles exactly. So yeah, really easy one. But we started it today, and I actually was a bit. I didn't know what to expect. You know, until this point, we've been on the Southwest Coast Path, which was horrible. Um, and just a few fiddly bits and bobs. And when you of... say horrible, in case there's any new business, it's not a shithole. <laughs> no, it's just no. very <laughs> absolutely dump. <laughs> it's just more. A lot of it is more like rock climbing, isn't it? Yeah. Some some of it is. It's more brutal because it's so up and down and coastal. Coastal, yeah. So the wind is. You're basically just getting sunburnt on one side of your face at all times. Are quite windy, but yeah. So the the Cotswold Way, in contrast, is very comfortable. An easy one to do if you want to take a week off work and do a long distance walk. Oh, yeah, nice. You yeah, could have done yeah, that. I suppose you were like a week in training, couldn't you? Yes, thanks, Em. Yeah. In, in, <laughs> hind- in hindsight, it would have been a really good one to do. <laughs> I was really sure. So that would have been a nice one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds like a nice holiday. Yeah. Um, so we set off on the Cotswold Way. And on the way, Em, I don't know if you've heard of this um, geocaching. Oh, yeah. Now I've never done it. I think is it for kids? I don't. I mean, I think so. I haven't I heard of it. I don't know much about it. I don't know much about it. But from what I'm aware of, people leave things along yeah. walking routes, and you've got to find them. I don't like a think treasure it's exclusively for kids. Because don't you remember the other day there were those all those people dressed. So basically, we got to Leamington the other week. I was meeting Sarah, and there was oh, yeah. loads of people dressed as Alice in Wonderland things. Some had gone all out. There was Mad Hatters. There was Alice's. The rabbit. Or Alice, what's that one the called? rabbit. The that's Mad Hatters. White rabbit. Mad, the white rabbit. Yeah, they had little teeth. in. did you see? You know, like, <laughs> they did. Teeth, yeah. yeah. One woman just had a Cheshire cat smile on the top. She would tell yeah. people. We're like, what's going on? Well, there was like some sort of like escape from Alice in Wonderland thing, and it had sold out. I saw. But I think I think a lot of adults do this geocaching. Oh, so you actually looked it up because I don't. We didn't discuss what it was. Oh, I looked it up. Yeah, it was a escape. Um, can't remember the exact detail. Basically, I think it was like simulating what happens to Alice and they're all trying to get out. It's right. a thing. Like an Alice in Wonderland escape room. Listen, um, it's no judgment from me, but get a life. <laughs> no, I think I'd quite enjoy it. Really? Well, if you think like, it's only like doing an escape room, but you're doing it in a nice place of Leamington. Dressed up. Well, I think that was optional. It did say optional. Okay. Um, I think there was hen pies doing it, wasn't there? So you think there's quite like a fun that thing to do. That is true. Some, a few people were on the bottle. Anyway, you like quizzes. What's the difference? It's just doing an outdoor quiz, essentially, isn't it? Is it? Well, yeah, because you like finding things, aren't you? And it'll like say, go this, go to this place and find the next clue, I imagine. Like a little treasure hunt. Yeah. So yeah. this geocaching yeah. is an outdoor recreational activity in which participants use a global positioning system, receiver or mobile device and other navigational techniques to hide and seek containers called geocaches or caches at specific locations marked by coordinates all over the world. Oh, no, I'd like this. 
Oh no, Em's about to get into geocaching. I think I could get into this. I mean, you have to. Oh, you have to have a small waterproof container containing a log. But I've got a lot of Tupperware. <laughs> be fine there. I did have a bit of a clear out recently. R.I.P. Tupperware think that could be fun. I mean, I, realistically, I'll never get around to doing it. But if I was aware, I probably would. Maybe, Em, if you're ever babysitting my child, you can yeah. take them geocaching. Geocaching. Come on, your mum's your mum's judging us. <laughs> yeah. Whilst you're dressed up as Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't need the teeth. <laughs> Right, so have you seen some sort of geocaching? Well, we've come across a box, right? And oh, obviously we've opened. Hey? <laughs> a Tupperware, like it's Yeah, it was was a Tupperware. And in there is a few bits and bobs. I don't know yeah. what they mean because I've, I've never done it. But somebody had left a really nice little message in there oh, nice. um, saying that there was something in the box that they needed. And I can't remember what it, what it was. I don't know if they mentioned it. Um, really needed this. So I've swapped it for, and it was a little tub of Marmite. Oh. Like a little one, you know, when you get it in um, hotels. Yeah, exactly. A tiny oh. little Marmite. What would you call that? Little jar. Look, not a jar, though. It's like plastic. Oh, oh God, they are tight, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those little packets. Yeah, it's only Marmite. one portion of yeah. the Marmite. Um, well, um, I, I've mentioned in previous episodes, I was really missing Marmite. Yeah, you were. Because you can't carry a jar of Marmite with you. No. So I wanted the Marmite. Well, you're judging geocaching. What are you putting in that box? <laughs> well, exactly. Had to put something in return, didn't oh I? Oh, God. What did you well, put Well, if in? you remember back at um, Westwood Ho, yeah. I won a little maraca <gasps> on the Tempe machine. Had. Well, hang on a second. That's a not, I don't know if that's like a particularly useful swap. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll never know. Because somebody might have picked that up. That is so I, true. I popped the um, the maraca in there. Tom's reminding me that it did have a smiley face on it, if that helps you. Okay, that is a little bit better, yeah. <laughs> did you leave a nice little note saying, I needed this marmite, have a maraca? No, because we didn't have a pen. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, we did have a pen. Why didn't we leave a note, Tom? It's a bit rude. Too hot, weren't you? Too, probably too hot. What, what did you do? Hang on a second. Did you just eat the marmite out of the packet I would no I took it with me for my breakfast the next day oh nice I'd have, I I can just eat neat marmite I love it well I don't mind um, you know marmite with boiling hot water on oh no. marmite drink oh no we not <laughs> you'll eat you'll eat neat marmite but you don't want it in, diluted in a drink no I wouldn't like that well hang on a second I can't say it's because I've never tried it I'll try it and I'll let you know yeah it's probably a winter thing so how much like a teaspoon of marmite then just put yes. hot water and stir yeah. it up okay I'll it's try it's like a soup Oh, well, a shit soup. <laughs> <laughs> Very nutritious, you know, Mama. B12. Yeah, that's why I like a little spoonful of it every now and then. Yeah. Okay, I'll try it. I shouldn't knock it until I've tried it. I'll try it. So I was well happy with that. And then there was a diversion. So actually, we did do the Cotswold Way, but it was diverted at the time that we did it. Oh, it wasn't wasn't truly the Cotswold Way all the way. What, were they um, doing a few roadworks? I can't remember. Anyway, we got there to Martin. We stayed at the Best Western. Okay. Classic. I don't know if... You, well, we were very impressed. I know Mom, they're all different. Is it a, is it a franchise? Good reviews. The best, it's a, yeah, it's a big franchise, the Best Western. Yeah. I've never heard bad things from a Best Western. Really? No. Oh, they should pay us something for shouting yeah. them out on this. First I'm going to tag them Best yeah, Western. Yeah. Well, if Best Western, if you're listening, um, we had great service at the one in oh, Martin. That's nice. Because it was so hot that day, Em. And when we got there, the room was spotless. It was air-conditioned. Oh, wow. It was on the ground floor, so I didn't have to do any more stairs because that was the nice. worst at the end of the day. And lovely big 
shower and we had the option of switching the towel rail on which oh, meant I could do a wash clothes. yes oh but you're over the moon so I did you? a full wash in the sink lovely and we just chilled out on that cold bedding watch the aircon boston oh i loved it and now i think if i said i'd love island starters at this point yes it started when we were um oh yeah sophie's didn't it yeah she had to catch up didn't you yeah so that was probably on that night yeah got into it didn't you yeah who was your favorite from that series 100 percent eckin sue and davide oh yeah i I agree i've heard they've had a bit of a buster i've heard they have but you know i don't like to speculate not until i've seen an announcement from either of them yeah i agree not that i follow either of them so let me know yeah i'll let you know so the best western so did you sleep like a log oh um i i can't fault it the best hotel the best western (laughs) we could be the face of best western so, Emma, I've had some feedback, actually. On the podcast or just on, on podcast. yourself in general? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody just offered me some personal criticism. Hi, Sarah, I'm just going to give you a 360 feedback. <laughs> um, no, on the podcast. Okay. Which I guess is on us. Okay. No, it's not It's not personal at all. Okay. Um, you know, Le Jog, some, basically somebody I know started listening to the podcast just yesterday. I mean, oh, okay. talk about a latecomer. Oh, yeah. Um, but they were laughing at Le Jog. Now, do you know what Le Jog means? I just thought it meant the run. Yeah, the so it's so not. did they. And they thought that you were started talking French because on the first episode, Emma, I don't know if you remember, but you thought everything sounded French. I did. I did think everything sounded French. So I'm going to clear this up for everyone. Yeah. Le Jog, L-E-J-O-G, yeah. <laughs> is Land's End John O'Groats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you knew what it meant. No, I didn't know. Oh, well, I thought I knew, but I was wrong. So hang on. Land's End, John O'Groats. Do you know what? Now you've said that, I do know that. Because you always used to say we're on the jog, didn't yeah. you? Like on Instagram. No, maybe I mustn't have known. And I think I thought you were just calling it the walk. in fr- Why would I be <laughs> thinking saying it in French? I don't know. But then I've definitely seen the jog before with in yeah. walking talks. I'm very sorry. That's all right. No, I just sort of clear it up because the, I got a text from them today saying, enjoying listening to, to your stories about the walk or Le Jog, as M calls ah, it. Ah, yeah. And I said, yeah, that that is what it's known as, but I'm not sure M realises either. M was on a different page of the book. You're on the French. I'm fr- I would French. I'm French talking speaker. about other languages. I do want to learn Spanish. What, for your holiday England. in two weeks time well, a bit later <laughs> just got the passport back I might learn the language now do you know what I mean I just think I'd like to learn well Brad and I have challenged ourselves to get to conversational level of Spanish by like next year and we're going to have a competition but we're not quite sure how we're going to test it well it's a shame I didn't I didn't know this when I saw you because oh. we're, we're obviously having a big clear out for when the baby oh, comes and I've got like a massive dvd box set of teach have yourself you? spanish yeah. i don't even have a dvd player sir no well exactly probably well you've had to give it the charity <laughs> shot that would have been nicer but i'm going to do it on duolingo and see well, how far i get my friend rob who's my only friend from my previous job Your only friend yeah. um he goes he's going to go to spanish lessons his girlfriend is from argentina oh yeah that's nice to learn the language yeah. yeah but they actually in argentina they speak like a different version of spanish yes I, they, neither of them have got a clue what the other one's saying. No, no, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard, but I think I think Duolingo you can get so far, but then I probably would have to move to face to face lessons. But at that point, I'll I'll have moved on from it. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. You know, I'm, I think we are going to go to Spain next year, next September. 
anyway. So I can I, I might just set up some sort of competition with a real Spaniard mm-hmm. to test us both and see who wins. That's a good idea. Yeah. Can you can you speak any other language? Oh, sorry, Sarah. <laughs> GCSE French, thank you. <laughs> so what does le jog mean in French? I don't know, the war <laughs> I bet le jog, jog means let's see if it actually means anything in French. It'll mean nothing because jog won't be I don't have... Jog probably just means jog. Le jog in French. Le jog. It means Yeah, French, le jog, English, the jog. <laughs> We didn't do any jogging. Follow us on Insta at You Will Get Blisters. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time.